Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of Just Jostin' Around. My guest today, Jake Parker. Hello. Jake Parker. Happy to be here. I'm happy you're here too. 20 minutes late, but honestly, not the latest we've had a guest. With coffee. With coffee, which I've never had before. I want to try it. Uh, this is her first time trying coffee. No, that's just <laughs> It's uh, from Blue Line. It's a local <laughs> business. I like to support local. It makes me think of the dusty sleigh bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's good, but it's like, you know. I like to drink my coffee. I don't really like the cu- the for whatever reason i can't yeah and i'm trying to get doesn't the top make it off. taste as good not a top i can't Did get you run off. into the issue of it gets cold too fast exactly coffee is the perfect temperature for very a short period of time <laughs> yeah and then it immediately gets cold and the flavor doesn't get better yeah as it's it kind of like avocados like when it's perfect it's perfect but it's just such a short window exactly and you got to time it just right and your life revolves around it yeah, Especially. I, don't buy, I don't buy avocados for that reason. I get the Too much um, the tiny ones from Trader Joe's because those I feel like those last a while and yeah, yeah they get the job done. Um, not a Trader Joe's near where I live, unfortunately. That's insane. You would think uh, Denver would be the mecca of Well, Trader I'm sure. Jones. I think it's just downtown. There's not that many grocery stores. There's a King Supers, which is like the Kroger. Kroger's just, they're huge. Like Kroger's and Baker's. Yeah. Kroger's is King Supers. I think in South, it actually is Kroger. I don't know. <laughs> I think when I was in Denver, I kept misreading the King Super sign. King Scoopers? King Scoop. That's yeah, I, I thought, thought it was an ice cream shop. It seems like there should be a C with those O's. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's what I feel like. Um, I will say before you got here, I was talking to Grace about how um, we started. The podcast? Our first podcast. It was pretty lit. <laughs> that's, um, for those who don't know, me and Jake co-hosted one episode of This Is Serious. Called? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That was the name of the show we did, too. That's this a good is, name. It is a good name. I, I think it made for a better... It's a... Uh, it's, uh, uh, what's the word? Oxymoron? Sure, because it's... Yeah, it's an oxymoron. It's not serious. Like a jumbo shrimp. Yeah. Mm, there it is. <laughs> maybe, but maybe there might be a different word, but... I was... Yeah. That episode... Um, I don't know if I'll ever, that's like try not to cringe challenge is me going back and listening to it. That's anytime I listen to myself. <laughs> what do you, you have a, you have your, you have your own podcast, the fit yeah, or whatever. I haven't really been doing it for quite Okay. A but you still have like 200 episodes or something yeah. of that podcast. I was ripping podcasts. But solo. two years. Solo. A lot right? of them. Oh, I was, I did a lot of guests, like half and half. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I was the OG. I was like Joe Rogan. That's uh, that is impressive. Just the consistency of episodes. So that's fun. Thank you. Just all fitness related. Yeah. And like it was called beyond fitness. So it was like things that were related to fitness, but not necessarily like I'm into a lot of like self-improvement and stuff like that. And I feel like people that are into fitness are also into that sort of stuff. Mm. Like sometimes I would just reach out to people I didn't really think would 
like I, I interviewed this guy, David Allen, who wrote this book, Getting Things Done, which is like one of the best selling productivity books of all time. And he was just a super nice guy. He's like, yeah, I'll come on your podcast. Aww. Like he was on Tim Ferriss like the week before. That's you know sick. Who Tim Ferriss is. I uh, no. I He's like know. a big podcaster, but yeah. That's cool though. I interviewed Steven Pressfield. He was on uh, Joe Rogan. Whoa. Yeah. Good for you. Look at you. I'm, I'm, it's like, uh, yeah, two degrees of separation from Joe Rogan. <laughs> now, you, now your podcast is three degrees <laughs> of separation from Joe Rogan. So you're welcome. I always think about that. Cause isn't it like, you're always like four people away from knowing. I want to say it's six, six, but maybe it is less. Yeah. I, I think it is less. Cause it's like, I like to make the connection. Like how some random person in Africa. Oh, not like anybody. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. I'm just trying to, I'm just, that's like as far away from here as possible as possible. Or maybe like North Korea. <laughs> um, rest in peace. Uh, no, I think oh, wait, the South one's bad, right? No, the North one's bad. North I don't is know. bad. I don't know if we should say rest in peace. I'm no, sorry. Feels, I really uh, didn't know what to say. We're, we're thinking of you, North <laughs> Korea. We're here for you. In our thoughts and prayers. Never forget. <laughs> you can say never forget about a lot of stuff. You can. Cause they don't want you to forget. Um, this Kim episode is brought to you by Kim Jong-un. <laughs> if he paid you for the podcast, you'd do an ad, wouldn't you? I mean, it, it depends on the money. Are you, uh, maybe I shouldn't ask this on air, but I was wondering how you got ads in your podcast as a podcaster myself. I don't. Oh, I guess it's, it's the hookup with the herd ad. <laughs> yeah, it's just herd ad. Pretty tight. Grace, maybe can. <laughs> I was just jealous. I was like, damn, I want to do ads. Like you, for the yeah, longest. You can have your own independent ones. Or if you want to do it with us, you have to have a certain number of listeners. Mm, to do that, that makes sense. Yeah, I never had a ton of listeners, but I had fun. That's all part. that matters. That's the that's the biggest. I think that's the biggest thing people forget in podcasting. It would, it would spike when you have like someone who's like semi famous on, mm -hmm. and then I'd like sometimes get it get them to share it to their Instagram, and then I'd get like five hundred listens or something. But that was like the most. That's how I the honestly I feel like the I don't know if the episode got views, but I know the clips did for when we had Cameron on. Um, oh, yeah. We like, oh yeah sure did he post on his instagram yeah and it yeah. still He's gets got a like shit ton of social media that clout. like that clip i mean for, I, I like a good amount of views on a clip for me is like we get maybe two thousand. i'm like oh, oh my god it's doing good but when cameron came on and we posted that clip it was like seventy five thousand. i was like oh. that's awesome i don't think i might i don't think i could handle having that big of a following on social media he handles seems, it very well overwhelming he's like so um honestly i respect his hustle so much because he works he will have an idea and then he gives himself like two days and then flushes the idea out mm -hmm. edits it and puts yeah. it out i like the idea of like sketches and stuff but i'm not into the editing yeah i mean i i feel like since working here and being more like apt to using like adobe premiere and audition stuff i don't mind like messing around with really, it but I, so tell me about your sketch group has there been a sketch <laughs> there has been sketches it's just like we uh like we'll, we'll get together record and then it when it comes down to like editing and like putting it out it it takes forever and we also haven't met like within the last three weeks but um cheeks coming what? to you that's what it's called cheeks yeah like uh butt cheeks butt cheeks yeah. Who is it? You, Ross, Colton, and Noe? And Lauren. Nice. There's some, I love the, I miss the people here the most. Like I, like yeah. we we're kind of texting about, like, I think I'm just the type of person it takes me a long time to like make those deep connections, but that's definitely what I miss about Omaha. It's like everybody we were with last night and 
everybody I was very close with. I know. There's just like a lot of good comedians here, but that's the thing that's, I was talking to, I think Tyler about the thing that's similar about Denver and Omaha. It's like, obviously Denver's way huger of a comedy scene, way bigger, but uh, there's just like, everybody's really good. Like the quality of people, like 70 or 80% of people can go up there and like know what they're doing, get a laugh, which maybe that sounds like kind of like mean if, if you don't know comedy, but like that's a big thing in and of itself. Mm, yeah i mean it's not always the case but yeah i mean it's 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 not easy to just go up there and know what you're doing and get a laugh like that's something to be said for that for sure do you are there a lot of first timers in denver not really honestly and like, not, i mean like i would say proportionally the same amount as here but like there's so many people that are like really trying to go hard at comedy like i respect you know do a lot of shows and da 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 and like take it very seriously like literally like here, you know, there's maybe like 10 or 20 people I'd put in that category. There, there's, I guess it's just proportion still, but it's like 60, 70 more. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's overwhelming. And, and also, I feel like it's not just Denver. Like, people talk about comedy in like, what, Fort Collins, Boulder. Like, there's yeah, major scenes around Denver. Colorado as, Springs is a big one. Around, yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't want it any other way either. Like, that's what pushes you to be better. I mean, it would be like if I just moved to a city, like say hypothetically I moved to Denver and I was like, oh, like I'm really good compared to all these people. Like that wouldn't be any fun. Like it pushes you to want to do better. Do better, better. yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm not saying this in a whatever way, but there's just less people here. So it's easy to be noticed. I mean, it's just factual. It's just the way that, yeah. I mean, that's part of why I moved. Like Grace was asking and it was, I wouldn't say comedy was like number one priority, but it was definitely up there where like, Mm I just was ready for something a little bit bigger mm-hmm. and yeah, but I mean, there's that I would say like that is number three or four in the list of priorities. Yeah. Denver is just a cool place. It is. Cool comedy scene. It is really cool. I want to go out there more, especially for outdoorsy boys like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hitting the slopes, hitting the slopes. I, uh, yeah, I want to redo my trip to Denver because when I went, I lost my mind. Yeah, and I didn't know you handled it well. I, I thank you. I also felt like I handled my psychosis well, even it's though like, it's like we we're talking about last night. Like Midwestern people are always sorry. Like that's just an extension. You're like, oh, don't mind me, just in psychosis. I don't want to take away from anybody's trip. Like what happened was it it start like I I was feeling fine on the way there, and then it was when we um we just got there, put our bags down, we went and walked around, and we were on that bridge. Oh, yeah. And we were just, like, looking out. And, like, I swear, even, like, visually, just things just, like, changed. And I was like, oh, this is bad. I'm in this. Have you de- that's happened before? Yeah. I had um, I had psychosis, like, two years ago. Damn. And it lasted a week. This one was the longest lasting psychosis. I had How would it for, you define psychosis in, like, one to two sentences? Um, extreme delusions from reality, hallucinations, uh peaked emotion it's it's just a lot that that's that's very apt i would say yeah it helps me understand yeah and i just remember that's like like if someone i feel like (laughs) if someone asks you like what's it like to be drunk and you've never been drunk like you wouldn't really get it sure until you guys sort of get psychosis but obviously like i don't know it's yeah it's just like imagine um it's just like feeling like you've just been dropped in a different reality like there's no part of your brain that is like Like all the thoughts, there's like usually a filter where you get a thought and you go, well, that's crazy. And then Mm -hmm. it's gone. That filter's gone. And like, 
Yeah, I just had really, I was having really bad delusions too. Thought like, me and Ross were a couple. I thought you and Ross were a couple. That was like, yeah, went through that phase a little bit. But also it was when we were at the Rockies game. So a, a common theme of my psychosis is that I do think I'm Jesus. That's like, a I every time I've had it, it just mm -hmm. go, it goes back to that. So when we were at the Rockies game, you know, they have that big um, scoreboard. Mm -hmm. I just remember like looking at it, but like I was like hallucinating what the scoreboard was saying because it, it was very much, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was very, and then, but what also. What was it saying to you? Just, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> I don't Cut it, this, cut this, cut this. Uh, it, it, We don't have to cut it, but it was just like, you know, I don't want to say it. <laughs> have you ever, do you know that, you know that Always Sunny has a podcast? I don't listen yeah. to it anymore, but that was their thing. They would always go, cut that, cut that, cut that. That was just, <laughs> I feel if like, anyone listens to all these sunny podcasts. <laughs> I feel like whenever someone like requests something cut from this, I usually am like, that's our clip out. We're going to yeah. use it for social. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I just think it's fun. Yeah, um, you shouldn't cut anything. I mean, unless you want to. Sometimes there are things that go too far that need to be cut. But yeah. mostly after review, it's fine. Joe Rogan doesn't cut. This is the Jocelyn <laughs> DeBonis experience. <laughs> I, I kept thinking that away. I'm like, that is funny. What? Just that it's the Jocelyn DeBonis experience. <laughs> is it? I I think it's a better experience than Joe Rogan. It's been pretty good so far. Yeah, it's Got fun. A cup of coffee down. It's nice. The decorations. Um, you like this? Yeah. Uh, it, for uh, those who can't see it, it's a thank you note with no message on the inside. I was inside. gonna say I didn't think there was anything written. <laughs> but it's a cup of coffee with a nice smile on it. It's always interesting. Uh, Blue Line's definitely one of those places where they'll draw you up a little thing in your in your latte. I love that. When I I like um, spent a little time in a coffee shop and I learned how to do latte art, and it was just like if someone Is that hard, uh, not really. To be honest, you can do simple stuff, pretty simple, like easy. Once you, I don't know, know how to do it, but. It's a nice treat for when people come get their coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, my the thing that would piss me off though is when I do it and I'd make it special. And then the, the person just wouldn't care and they'd like take the coffee mm -hmm. stir and they wouldn't even like uh, at least just look at it and go. Oh. Oh. And then, yeah, I like. <laughs> and then take it away or be like, nice. Like yeah. just something. Even an eyebrow raise. I'll take an eyebrow raise. There's just, there's so much pressure in this society. <laughs> I struggle with like appreciating things because it's all just momentary. You know, it's just like. Are you especially especially the fact that it's gift giving season it is i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not like i don't really i don't know how to react when someone gets me a cool gift i'm like wow yeah oh yeah my gosh i yeah i do like a i just immediately just go wow thank you like i'm yeah. just and thank you i because i can't do the i like the last time i got excited over a gift was when my um my family gave me a a big time rush cd when i was maybe 12 10 12 something like that and um it's actually a, there's a video on youtube of me reacting to it um pull it up <laughs> <laughs> jamie i'm just kidding <laughs> um but it's like yeah and i was screaming and i was very excited and i haven't received a gift that has made me feel that way since wow the only gift i'm trying to think i don't even i get soap now like all yeah. my gifts are it's soap or it's a visa. I was like the meme this last week of like, I had holes in my socks and I was like, mom, I know what I want for Christmas. <laughs> like the meme on Twitter is like, hold yeah. on, hold on boys. Only two more weeks till Christmas. <laughs> I got to find socks that don't get holy so quickly. 
yeah what's your what's your brand uh, i'm wearing hands? i'm wearing smart wool right now not a sponsor of the podcast but uh all right pretty nice nice beautiful so, but it's sock. like but it's like you can't afford to just like have only 20 dollars pairs of socks like that's an expensive pair of socks insane i really want uh bombas oh, oh yeah i've heard good things about those my uh uncle who is doing very well in life only wears bomba socks wow that's a tight shoe yeah it is uh you got the dad kicks on yeah you do dress like someone who has a family i just dress pretty plain and simple i'm just like what you see is what you get <laughs> it's it's fatherly i think uh I, I think like maybe maybe now I'm kind of considering like maybe I should just go all in with my socks. I went all in with my underwear last year and I don't regret it at all. I got like all Lululemon underwear, like nine pairs. That's insane. But I mean, honestly, it's a big congrats. investment, but it it's is. like you wear underwear every single day. Exactly. Like, treat yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. Especially if it's your everyday pair. Like those kind of things that you use every day, like spend extra money on your underwear, your bed, your bed sheets and stuff. And... I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I don't really care that much about shoes, but I guess like that would be one. I've yeah. never had like a really comfortable pair of shoes, but I but, like I'm not like all oh, my shoes are uncomfortable. Mm. I have like one good pair of tennis shoes that are like running. Like if I need those and I have them, but everything else is just for play. Yeah, just for play. <laughs> I have weird. I have really flat feet, so same. If, a, if yeah, if a shoe has a big old arch, it like doesn't work. Ugh. I yeah. I remember. I I haven't done it in a while because sometimes I need arch support because i do have very flat feet it's bad for your back um and i used to have to get my shoes in like a w and a wide oh yeah for the flatness yeah i feel like some shoes what shoe is it recently sometimes like you just can't quite find the right fit it's just so frustrating like like maybe they just go from 11 like 10 to 11 or like they have the wide and the wide's too big but the regular one's too narrow I mean, there's just, that's, I think why I dress simply also. It's like when you like what feels good, you just mm -hmm. want to stick with that. I don't know. It seems like a very like male thing, I guess, but no, I get it. I feel like I, uh, I was talking to Megan about this and Grace actually about this. I feel like I dress like a cartoon character. Like I, I pick simple things that are like fine. And then I just put them together and I'm like, all right, this is okay. Mm -hmm. This is simple. I yeah. never, and if I do go crazy, it's because I'm making a point and I've thought about it. I've pondered this outfit for days leading up to it. I've emotionally like built up to wear it mm -hmm. and now I'm ready, but it's not just on the fly. Yeah. The thing that really blows my mind is people that like to shop, like my brother and my mom, or like I've dated girls that love to shop and like to each their own. But like, I don't know, that's just crazy. That's just a, it's like, it's so expensive to shop and it's like you can only wear so many things i mean i guess like it depends like what you're what you're you know, where you're shopping or yeah what you're getting but i don't know like I, of all the ways morning. to spend money i don't spend money shopping that just really? seems crazy to me mm. i mean like like everyone like this is a nice like jacket but i'll just have it for like 10 years yeah fair enough like get, my philosophy is like get nice things and have them for a long time and I don't know, not that I definitely shouldn't be giving fashion advice, but that's just, I don't know, to, to spend like hundreds of dollars on clothes. Sure. I mean, like, I don't know, someone, could, I, I spent hundreds, I spent hundreds of dollars on golf and people could probably say that's crazy. Everyone but, has their vice. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I went to Target this morning. What'd you get? <laughs> I just wanted, um, I got these hair clips cause I've been really wanting clips for my hair and then I needed new lashes and then I, I saw a dress and i was really excited to wear it and then i put it on i hated it 
And then I was like, but they, the fitting rooms weren't open, so I couldn't try it on there. Mm. So I bought it, but now I have to return it. So now it's another trip back to Target. Yeah, and that's what I hate too is, <laughs> is errands. It's, so that's another but, reason I hate shopping. <laughs> I do kind of like errands because this is just, I, this is, I don't know. I like getting coffee and running errands. It's very fun. Mm. But they're all like non-errands that really don't need to be ran. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go back to Target and return it, which means I'm going to go back to Target, return it, and then buy yeah. More and then it's like free because I already spent the money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Girl math. Okay. Mm-hmm. Girl yeah. math is real. I mean Target has some nice clothes. I like Target. The skirts from Target. I love Target. My friend uh my friend Ryan uh buys men's clothes for Target. Target so, has good stuff. Yeah. I like I You're like doing good, Ryan. <laughs> I good job, Ryan. I um I don't know. I feel like I either do Target, but if I want something very specific, I will do a boutique. I like, uh, there's dry goods. It's nice. But um, yeah, those are fun. This is dry goods. Nice. All right. This is all, yeah. I, I think, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like, honestly, like, I think I'm, I'm trying, like, as I'm getting really wise as I get older. And I think, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm realizing my blind spots. And one is like, it's, I think it's a lot harder to be a woman. <sighs> And like it, like it, it took me like three minutes to get ready this morning. How long do you think it took me to get ready? Uh, 48 minutes. Close. It's like an hour. 30. I mean, but that's like, yeah, okay. Hour 30. That's like a hundred times 30. A hundred. Exactly. Times I think. Yeah. <laughs> or a hundred times three. I mean, <laughs> so you took you a hundred times longer. Yeah. Yes, it did. And I feel like it typically does take me like I feel like close to two hours to get ready. But I, I love that. I enjoy that part of my day. I drag it out because I like to wake up. I like to have my coffee. I like to watch something while I get ready. Like on TV? Like uh, I've been watching a lot of, uh, you ever watch Cody Co? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, well, I watch Cody Co videos. Um, is this TikTok? It's not. It's like, he's on YouTube, but he's like a YouTuber. But he'll he does like reaction videos to like uh you ever see those like online or not online but their youtube dating shows like the button oh, or i mean i know what you're saying yeah yeah so it's like he just like riffs on those and it's really funny and i like it so it's it's entertaining i think the morning routine is one of like the last sacred things <sighs> it's great gotta have your time in the morning you do even though i yeah it's it's honestly though it's excessive how much time i i take in the morning and i do end up making myself late to most things because yeah. of yeah i'm lucky i'm just like late to working from home which you can't really be that late to necessarily okay flags it's nice i'm blessed you are blessed i i do envy your lifestyle i envy yeah. your apartment i don't envy that damn train that's behind yeah, your that's apartment wild. but sleeping I, with earplugs in every day <laughs> and then you're- I remember like me, like my roommate, it was like such a minor. He's like, yeah, we live next to a train. Like we might hear it every once in a while. Uh-uh. Fast forward three months, <laughs> 3 a.m. It's, it's insane. I think like the first night, I don't know if it was just cause like, I don't know. I was emotionally distressed. I didn't notice it. But the second night I was like, oh, that's a problem. Yeah. And then they'll like click clack together. Like connect. <laughs> 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 wild i could just do train asmr the rest of the time <laughs> that's really loud but that is yeah, what it sounds it, like it is the screeching is insane like that's not even yeah it's not an exaggeration <laughs> i don't my my same friend ryan he's like 
he was staying at my apartment once and he's like, I literally thought there was a train coming through the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's wild. <laughs> like, and the wildest stuff, I mean, maybe there's only one example in particular, but like we look out the door the other day and there's just a, a plane getting transported by train. Oh, what? Like, yeah, the, like the carbon like base of it, not the wings, I guess. I don't know. It's carbon. I'm just guessing, but no idea. wild. Just, <laughs> just a crazy. plane. Yeah. There's tanks actually recently. Tanks? Yeah. Like why are we? Transporting. No idea. Military? The military industrial complex is why our taxes are so high. I'll ask my dad. I'll see what's going on. <laughs> Salute. Salute. <laughs> you gotta respect the military. I know. It's yeah. A lot of people don't want to, but I feel like I am like by blood. Somebody's gotta to. do it. Somebody has to respect. I them. certainly can't. I wouldn't last a second in the military. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't either. I um I don't even I don't think I would last like in a in a kitchen. Like like I don't know. You ever walk into like a Popeyes? Just um, people in the kitchen. No, I'm just thinking of the show, The Bear. It gets oh wild. my gosh, yes! It's like I, I would cry. I'm too, I'm too sensitive. Even if someone was like, "Hey, just do this next time." Like if it was just like a, mm -hmm. what's that called when you like are trying to correct someone positively? Oh, constructive um, criticism. Construct, yeah. Even constructive criticism, I take that, and yeah. I'm very sensitive. It is hard. Constructive really criticism hard. is. I mean, it's, it's, it really should be beneficial, but it's hard not to get your ego attached to it for sure. Mm -hmm. I will say I've gotten better. Like, well, I'm, I don't know if I've had a problem with it, but like, as far as stand up goes, I feel like I'm, I'm very, I love when people have like a critique about it. Cause then I'm like opportunity. You fucking idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. It Yeah. It depends on who it's coming from. If it's someone, um, that I don't respect, if it's, if it's someone I don't think is funny, then I don't care. Yeah. Speaking of comedy, you're supposed to spill the Omaha comedy tea. Oh, I feel like everyone shoved it down your throat last night. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I wanted to, uh, yeah, I, I bailed on that completely, but I wanted to update you on the happenings of the Omaha comedy scene, but immediately in the green room, um, you wanted the gossip. We don't have that much to talk about. I mean, we do, but you know, it's just centers around comedy from there. Oh yeah, true. And with that group of people, mm -hmm. well, uh, Julian Leisure Johnson is having his fourth child, which were that's great. At some point, there will be a yeah. No, I I mean, when's he gonna start bringing them to the to, to the comedy? To comedy. <laughs> I mean, hopefully never. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's just it's yeah. too wild for me. It's very having kids. I mean. On accident. I don't know. Having kids is just wild. <laughs> just kids. in general. Kids are just, I don't know. Yeah. They're I, wild. I'm done for a dog. I want yeah. a dog. It's a good uh, stepping stone into being a parent. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I nannied for a little bit and I realized that like I'm too, I feel like I'm too relaxed. Like I, I don't know if I could actually parent. I don't know if I could instill values into a child. Yeah. I like, I genuinely, I don't think I'm strong enough to leave an impact. <laughs> it's just so, I don't know. Like it's sometimes I, like a lot of times I think I want a family, but then I'm like, it's pretty nice to not have a family also. Right. Pretty relaxing. I'm very selfish. I'm like, I, my schedule, everything is just me. Yeah. And that's, well, you'd have to sacrifice. And the other thing that's nice about being a man compared to a woman, I'm like, I feel like I'm like selling men here. Like you, you should be a man. Yeah. <laughs> 
but like I don't have to decide necessarily too soon, you know, like I don't sure. have that same biological clock. Yeah. Like it's, you know, like Al Pacino made a baby at like 85. And so did uh, one of those other actors. One of like Robert De Niro. Had a kid. Yeah. They just, just still got active sperm in there somehow. Good for them. I don't, I, biological clock or not, I don't think it matters. I don't think. Well, you don't want, I mean, there's, you could, baby could have problems if you're like 43. I mean, it's possible. It's more possible. But also I see like where the flaws with me genetically, like mental health. And I'm like, you could just adopt a kid. That would go. Okay. I'd like to adopt a little black kid and he's like really good at sports. Why? Because I've never been good at sports. Neither were my parents. I need to break up the lineage. Well, it would be nice. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, that's my son, Jake Parker Jr. <laughs> the African one. Yeah, that's JPJ. Your legacy. Mm-hmm. Good. Like star point guard of the basketball team. I knew it was going to be basketball. Well, of course. I know a lot about basketball. I just don't know how to apply it. I don't have. It's like it's like I'm an armless man who knows how to fly a plane. <sighs> what good does it do you? I all I know about basketball as of right now is Draymond Green. Yeah, he's, he's suspended until further notice until he gets his act together. And I showed I showed you the Anthony Edwards text yesterday. Yes, with the abortion. Send a video. Se- send a video. That's so funny. <laughs> the, he just wanted her to take the abortion pills. And send a video. Send a video. It's like I feel These guys like are very dumb. It's harder to write "duh" instead of "the" because I feel like autocorrect and everything. So it's like to have to go back and correct it to make yeah. sure it says duh video. I don't know. I wonder if he like over overwrote that. What do you mean? Like maybe when he says da duh, it doesn't autocorrect. Because he uses it so much. Yeah. Yeah. He made a choice long ago that that's what he wanted to use. Yeah. I now don't know. That's just it. like, it's like very, stere- very stereotypical like athletes that are very dumb. I mean, you got to wonder like all those guys that. Like, I mean, I guess in football, they actually usually go to college for like three or four years, but in Mm -hmm. basketball now they have to go to college for a year. So they're somehow like making grades, I guess. Yeah. I have no idea. Unless they're like in the last chance you sort of deal. Oh my gosh. I, I watched that. Um, but of course I feel like the, the famous clip is just, uh, where he's like, you guys are African Americans. I don't know. And Mark. And it's the one only white mm. guy on the team. He's like, we're rocking with Mark because Mark is rocking with us. <laughs> it's like the most quoted. That's me and like guys <laughs> who care about the NBA and play 2K. You're the Mark? Mm-hmm. Okay. Valid. I did. I I literally downloaded Twitter, though, just to go back when, because uh, originally it was when um, Draymond Green put that guy in a chokehold. Twitter, NBA Twitter is. So... Uh, the best thing about Twitter is the the out of pocket replies. <laughs> Have you seen the Tiger Woods meme? That's a good one right no. now. Big dog. No, you haven't seen that. No. Wow. I feel like some people, like I don't know, not to like harp on the age thing, but I really feel like people of different ages are like in different parts of the internet. Yeah. Like me and all like all my friends growing up are like friends that are like my age. We're big Twitter people. And Twitter, I think Twitter's fun, like for like drama that's happening, like right now i'll go pop on twitter every day just to get a laugh yeah it is funny i i still am i'm loyal to tiktok like there's just like like i don't know the twitter algorithm knows me and like knows what i find funny 
it'll just pop up like stupid little stuff. But I guess that's just like any social media. It's just all algorithm driven. Yeah. I'm just scared to get TikTok because I think I'd be too addicted. Honestly, I've been off of TikTok more. Instagram memes have been really funny recently. I like just stuff that's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain what I like, but Instagram memes are pretty good. Or the comments on Instagram reels because people are like, it'll be a nice video of a kid or something. And then it'll be like a man in the comments, like, why the fuck is he so happy? On like a child's <laughs> video. Whereas you won't see that on TikTok. And yeah. I, I just like, I like of, it. A lot of horny comments too. On, yeah. It's just, like, that's just the internet. The internet's like 80% <laughs> horniness. It's like a sex bot just being like, do you think I'm cute? And then it's like the link to their. <laughs> Damn. I get, I get so, the amount of sex bots that I get. It's on, wild. They're getting people apparently. They, don't need to go any further than that. But. They are tricking some of the youth. Some of the youth. The youth are getting tricked. I've never gotten tricked, and I've never, like... If you're listening to this, you know who you, you are. You know who you... And he will listen to this. Um, but I... Uh, yeah, I just... I don't think I could be fooled by a sex bot. I don't yeah. understand. Like, I, that really... You say that... Uh, last night, Jake was saying that uh, women are dumb, women have small brains. This is just... It's just um, science. I'm not... And then... But I will say, I don't know a woman who has been duped by a sex bot. It's true. Well, that's because because horniness takes away some of your brain power. Everybody knows that. It's like an equation. Brain power minus horniness equals <laughs> net, net brain power. Like, if you have a full erection, you couldn't do your multiplication tables. That's it. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think, but there's like financial things too. Like it's honestly scary. Like people call you. I don't know. It's honestly just people that are dumb though. When I think about it, like, like sending pictures, like the sending pictures and then being like, I'm yeah. going to send this to your family. Give me $3,000. Yeah. No, I have friends that have got duped like concert tickets. Like I heard a story about this one girl who like drained her bank account into a debit like visa card and and like send it to somebody why that's just like oh god stupid. wow yeah that's terrible they were like you have to drain your bank account right now I, I, that's crazy that's like stuff that you see like uh i don't know if you're big into dr phil but they would have these like older women who've just been like are in so much debt because they keep succumbing to scams yeah and it's just like Oh, yeah. I've heard so many of these stories now that I think about it. They're, yeah. Like, they can... And now with, like, all the technology, mm -hmm. they can, like... There's a friend of mine that's, like, his his grandma got a call, and I think they, like, kind of mimicked, like, his brother's voice. And wow. was like, I'm in jail. I need bail money or something. Yes. That was on the news because it's, like, AI. And it's, like, can... Do. And, like, they can look on social media. Oh, yeah. your son's name is, is whatever. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. The, um... The most common that I see is like, it'll be on Dr. Phil, they'll be talking to someone online that they really love mm -hmm. and then, uh, or like have this relationship with, and then they'll be like, well, I'm gonna come see you. Can you pay mm -hmm. for the plane ticket? Oh, I missed my flight. I need money for the hotel. And the, like, they'll just keep like baiting mm -hmm. them for more money. Or someone will say they want to send you money. And then actually, God damn it. Now that I think about this, this almost happened to me, but I didn't fall for it. <laughs> <laughs> why would anyone send you money <laughs> because it was like a few months ago on instagram i was telling my roommate I was like oh this lady this lady on instagram likes my comedy and she wants to pay me to 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 do, do like a cameo like happy birthday oh, for her daughter my god well and she was like i'm gonna send you 200 dollars, and then she's like oh my husband 
God, you think some people are so dumb. And then I was like a couple steps away from falling for this. Like, oh, it's a check. And my husband wrote it for 300. So you have to give us back a hundred dollars, but that's what they'll do. It's like, I'll give you $2,000 instead of a thousand. And you have to send me a thousand back. And then somehow they take like all your money or something. That's in God. Yeah. I heard that from some guy recently that was like trying to find a roommate and, oh, I'll send you the deposit. Oh, I sent you too much, which I don't know how that works, but Ugh. But yeah, no, I Packers. feel like I get uh, comments that are like, people want to be like my sugar daddy or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't, as much as I want them to be true, I don't mm -hmm. do that. Yeah, I'd like a sugar mama. Yeah, those are hard, those are hard to come by. Yeah, like a nice 47-year-old lady. Oh, I will say, there's this, Um, I brought this up before on this podcast, but there's this guy from high school who I think has a kink of sending me money. And he's done it before. Cause I like he, From, you went to high school with him. I went to high school with him. We had PE class together <laughs> and I don't, he found uh, my Instagram and then started DMing me and he was like, do you remember me? And I was like, vaguely. And then, um, he wanted to send me money and I was like, well, what do you want? He was like, nothing. He was like, do you just want to like go get your nails done or like new shoes? Like how, tell me how much you need. And I was like, yeah, I don't it know. should have been like a thousand dollars. He did say, what if I sent you a thousand dollars? And I was like, do it. I was like, I, I literally said do it, but then he did it. And so I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, it's happened twice so far where he's just sent me money. Hmm. I don't know. It's very weird, but I do think that that is a kink for some people. Well, obviously it is, but. What was your high school experience like? <laughs> what do you think my high school experience I was like? I think you were really quiet and probably just kind of like sat in the back of the room really or, yeah no <laughs> i was like um i don't know i was involved in like a lot of clubs i did like morning announcements for my school oh, i um, nice getting getting the reps i was a party gal <laughs> um yeah i would say like i i was a. Uh, I always what, had where did you go to high school in a different state i'm assuming new mexico yeah I would say probably my my senior year before I moved here, I was like, I had a, I had a decent friend group and I was happy. And then when I came here, I had to like start all over with three months left of my senior year. But we did it. I still made it. I made it. Yeah. I feel like you were. I actually know what you I were. I fucking hated high school. Well, I mean, like, like, I don't know. Looking back when you're like, I'm, I would say I'm a very anxious person and you get very comfortable with it. Like as you get older, yeah. but it's a fucking nightmare when you're like a teenager. Yeah. Oh, I, ugh. I had, yeah, I had a lot of anxiety. Um, and de yeah, I had a lot of depression, but I was just like masking. I do not miss high school or college. Yeah. Yeah. I was like high school. I was just like always just feeling fucking uncomfortable. My parents were like, I feel like they were like very overbearing. I don't know. I mean, like they were doing their best, but like I, 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 the thing was like all my friends had like less strict parents and I felt like they got to do cooler shit. And then I would always feel like more anxious about like being a nerd and like my parents wouldn't let me do cool stuff. Mm -hmm. I had strict parents too, but I just, uh, snuck out. Yeah. I stole the car a couple times. I never did any of that. I got really hammered when I was like 16 and threw up in my bed. <laughs> And then I was like, putting, by yourself? It, no, I was with my friend. And then I, he wasn't really drinking like near as much though. I was didn't, it your I didn't childhood know. bed that me and yeah. Taylor slept in? No, we got rid of it a while ago. I broke it once when I was banging my high school girlfriend. That's okay. 
Um, yeah, you can't really talk about that because that is underage technically, but I was underage. But no, I was drinking with my friend and like, I don't know, I didn't think I was drinking that much, but I don't know, when you're like 16, you don't know. And I was just fucked up. And then I walked home because we lived in the same neighborhood and I threw up in my bed and I woke up a few hours later and I like went down to the wash to the laundry room to wash it. And my parents like, what are you doing? Oh, I felt like cleaning my sheets. (laughs) No, like it smells like puke in your bedroom. And they knew and da da da. Yeah. So, yeah, the punishment was, like, we were going to a Husker game the next day, and I was, like, deathly hungover. And I was, like, I can't go. I have to stay here. And they're, like, no, you got, like, they didn't really punish me any other way. They're, like, you have to come with us. <laughs> it was it was a nightmare. <laughs> That's actually funny. I like your, um, I really like your parents. I yeah, like I don't your, know. Like, your they, dad's like, funny. like, when I think about stuff like that, it's, like, <laughs> they didn't yeah. really care that much. But yeah. I don't know. I just felt Forcing like it felt like they out. were more. It felt like they were more strict than yeah. like all my friends' parents, which like made it hard. Sure. But no, I think they. I don't know. I like to think they raised me and my brother pretty well. We're doing pretty good. I think you guys are doing great. I don't know, but that's like the thing about parenting. It's like a lot of pressure. Yeah. Because like you want like you can't just be like nice. Like that's the worst parent. Like the nice guy parent. Just like oh, I'll give you this well, and that. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm giving like parent advice. <laughs> the dad, it's the new balances. Yeah, true. It's it the makes, fit. Yeah. It's make you feel like you have the authority. I feel like I was, um, I've been trying to talk about this in my standup, but it's like, I feel like I was raised like the parents that like my sisters have right now are very different from like the parents that I had. Cause again, I had very strict, like they were like, I remember I wasn't allowed to wear skinny jeans until like 10th grade. Wow. Um, I couldn't wear like regular, I had to wear like, uh, Bermuda short. Like I, they were so strict on me. Um, I wasn't allowed to like listen to Drake. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. And then, uh, now my sister, it's just like, it's free. Everyone does what they want. It doesn't matter. Everyone's swearing in conversation. And it, that's, that's just, I still don't like Dipper Gatz. He's got that joke about he's the oldest. Um, and he's like, I don't even drink wine in front of them. Like, and that's, that's what, I don't know. That's how I feel. I, I don't drink up to my parents either. That is weird. Like the, the younger ones always get away with cussing a lot sooner. Everything. And like having, like I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend either. There it's like everyone can have a boyfriend now. Neither was I. <laughs> <laughs> Neither was my brother. No, that was, I had, we had a, I was a part of an actual coming out. That was pretty exciting. <laughs> Not many people get to be in one of those. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty uneventful. Yeah. My brother was just like, I'm gay. And we were like, we know. Did you know? No, he was just like going to see this guy. And we were like all very suspicious. Like, why do you want to see this guy that lives in Texas that bad again? Oh. And then he had to come. He had to spill the beans. Oh. Yeah. That's sweet. I remember the first time I met Will. It was at that Dubliner show. Oh, yeah. That's where I met your whole family. Yeah. That was a fun show. That was very fun. Got very hammered. Did you? No, I think like everybody did. I mean, my dad's always hammered. Uh, Bob. Mm-hmm. Okay. My uh, yeah, me and my me and my brother, we went on after that. I think that's when we went to Gate Ten. Gate Ten. Yeah. God. Because we were, I was, I was trying to tell my brother he should take me to the max, and he didn't want to. And then <laughs> we went to Gate Ten, and there was like, it's like. All the, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, like, there's a lot of black people in Omaha, but it was like ninety percent black people in there, which is like, and then me and Will walk in, we're like, like sore thumbs sticking out like sore thumbs. Yeah. I've never been to They were doing this like organized dance. It was very cool. Like a line dance. Yeah. I've never been so like jealous of a, of a culture. (laughs) 
Like white it's guys like the cha cha slide. You're like, how yeah, do they true, do true. We do the cha cha slide. We do. Down, down, do your thing, do your thing, do your thing. I remember. At, oh, I remember at, at Ethan's wedding, we had like this conga line, and it was insane. Like we had just gotten, like I was like a little bit too high. And then, like, we're, like, dancing. And we're, like, we did, like, a conga line. Like, <laughs> I swear for, like, 50 yards. It was so long. I was, like, this is insane. I felt like I was in, like, hell. <laughs> it was wild. Like, when you're just, like, so high, you don't know what's going on. And you're, like, you're being very subservient because, like, that's all you know how to do. It was crazy. Uh <laughs> It's funny. I did hear that the amount of weed smoked on the way to that wedding was a. Uh, I mean, it's just like Noe is just like he just loves to smoke. Like I, I have like friends like Noe that like they smoke weed every day, mm-hmm. and I get very high. I only smoke weed like maybe once a week, maybe every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So I just get very high, and then I'm like, whoa, I feel crazy. I, I mean, like I can't have it anymore because I have problems. But when I did smoke weed, I never. It was never like a great great time it was always like i felt like i was panicked i was like anxious about how i was being perceived seems like people are realizing how scared weed makes you these days and it's which it's always been like that but i just would rather have a malibu and sprite and have a good time i don't get being a pothead really no daily is like i just don't that's where i'm like i gaslight myself i'm like well maybe it's just affecting them differently and that like they feel like i i don't know i don't know it is, it's almost always a little scary, mm-hmm. but I mean like getting the right amount is also key. I've never had the right amount. That's like Zach Peterson's joke. He's like, I've had the, I've been the right amount of high like three times. <laughs> Do you ever, what does he say? You ever, you ever get so high you think about all the, all the ways you can cook eggs? Then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take a nap. Your ability to recall comics material. I love And it. word for word and also in their tone like in their voice it's one of my this is i was watching zach peterson instagram today that's what he does (laughs) he's got just he's got he's got a very funny cadence i I love love it it's so uh it's quirky it's unique i love it but zach's very funny he is hilarious um i remember you remember wait no you might not have actually been in the scene yet this one christmas it must have been 2021 i suppose because it wasn't last christmas um we had this open mic where like people were like doing set swaps and then i just did like a mix up of like everybody that would go so i did like seven or eight different people <laughs> i was like i was like no way had this joke i think he still sometimes tells it he's like i've been feeling super mexican lately so i would just say like one line from people's jokes <laughs> and then like i saw tyrell and i was like uh bird fucker <laughs> just pick whatever the i don't smoke weed classic rashad should get on the podcast yeah you got he's got to promote the mixtape he's got to promote his mixtape um hell of a promo video for that honestly january 13th i was mad i I was very mad i didn't see joel semler last night joel semler is usually out and about you gotta have him on the pod that's insane (laughs) that's asking for problems just like ask him about his life story the the main news when you were asking about like what's going on in the omaha comedy scene um it was that joel semler showed up to open microphone last week uh, on stilts oh yeah no i did see that you on saw that? instagram yeah that was insane um he committed to the bit the entire like he was in the green oh room. he didn't oh i thought he only did that to get on stage no in the Shit, green room like in the, it was like a nuisance a little bit 
because uh, I can imagine his stilts are in the way. Yeah, did he have to like bend down? Yeah, I I I brought cookies to the event and I, I like had to like lift. That's such an interesting. To me, I think that might be a very fat. I'm not like actually saying you should get on the podcast if you don't want to, but he. It seems like a very fascinating. Like, why sure. is he like 60 years old? Sure. And is like super committed to, to the backline open mic. Well, yeah, that. And, but it's just like, how else. does he not stop? <laughs> I would stop. It's just like it's a lot of commitment. It honestly, it's it's admirable. It is, and I mean, time and t- yeah, and, but he doesn't go anywhere else. He comes. It's I. I don't know. It's like a treat for him. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, Colton and I were talking about this last last night. Like I was just saying how I haven't been doing as many mics, and Colton's like, yeah, I think more people should just like be okay with, just like comedy's my hobby. Like it's not my obsession. But at the same time, like, I think I'm going to be famous. Like, I think I'm going to be Louis C.K. someday. You have to keep a little bit of delusion. Delusion is important. Delusion is important. If I stopped believing that, it wouldn't be fun anymore. Yeah. That's crazy. Dude, do do you not, like, is there not a small part of you that believes that? Like, I'm not saying I'd bet on it, but I just, it's the, it's like the craziness of being a comedian. Like, you're just fucking nutty. I think, like. You don't see yourself, like, selling out theaters. That would be, I mean, that would be cool. For me personally, you know, like, I saw, uh, you ever see Rena Calm? No. She's just, like, touring. She's just, mm. like, doing stuff. She's always out on the road. But she came through, and she's someone that I've looked up to for a while. And she came through, and I met her. And I just, like, looked at Rena, and I was like, I could, I would love to just be Rena Calm. Mm-hmm. Like, what she's doing, like, she just tours, she does her shows, and that's it. She has a good time. Yeah. She sells her merch. It's an interesting, uh, like, theory of, like, what's enough in life. Yeah. To be honest, I feel like, like, where I'm at, and maybe this is, like, I the bar is so low for me, but I feel like just where I'm at right now, I'm, like, very happy. Yeah. Content. It's hard for me to feel like that just because it's, like, not in my nature, but <laughs> definitely feel like I'm a lot better off than I've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I look back to uh, what I was doing three years ago, two years ago. Um, and I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, people just adapt very quickly. Like you can't just be happy forever. That's just not how people are built. Yeah. It'll end. It'll end sometime. I'll get bored of what's going on and want to switch up. Yeah. But that's what keeps life fun and interesting. Mm -hmm. You got to keep the, keep it, keep it. I don't know. Different. You got to keep the wheels turning. There it is. I just think like if you don't have like things you're working towards, that would just be very boring. And again, like I know that's just my temperament, but yeah, like goals. Sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, and not that, you know, not that it has to be anything like huge and major, but I don't know. You got to have your eyes on something. Like even if it's just Mm -hmm. like improving your sets, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of, I don't know. I was, I did a show. I did backline. I did 30 minutes at backline like a couple weeks ago. Damn. And felt like everything, like there wasn't like, I, I don't know. I feel like the way I spaced it out, I was just so happy with like how it went. It felt strong all the way through, which when we did, when I did 30 in Hastings felt like there were weak points. Mm-hmm. I was just, I don't know. It, it just felt whatever, but it felt strong. And so I'm just like, I just want more strong material. So now I'm in this like weird phase where I'm just like, I'm also allowing myself to just get on stage with no plan and just talk and see what happens. Cause I feel like sometimes I add stuff that's funny. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like I'm in a, yeah, I'm I, in think, a I think you got to record that though. And like, 
go back. I don't know. Maybe I just overthink it, but I think, yeah, you have, like, if you find a tag, yeah. you should capitalize on that. And it's kind of like that, that like taking the audience on that journey where it, you can try to make it feel in the moment, but you, but it's like planned out. Yes. But if yeah. you find something like that, I think it's good to like include that in your act and like remember it. I know. But, yeah. but then again, maybe it loses some of the magic at the same time. But I don't know. I think maybe that's like the trick of being a comedian. It should feel magical to the audience. What like, was magical was what happened at Down Under last it night. It really was. That was, um, it was kind of like the perfect, like when everything in the universe aligns. It was, I like, honestly, yeah, that was, I thought you did very well. I at was the Down so Under. afraid I was going to bomb. I was like, no, I just don't feel that confident in my material right now. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm just going to try some new stuff. I like, I always, I mean, like, I mean, you know, your materials, your material, but the like, best is I, when you have a new premise. Like I had the new yeah. premise that worked last night and I was like, oh, we're off to the races. It was uh, that plus the Seinfeld impression. I love, I'm sorry, your Seinfeld will always be my favorite. And people love the singing of the Santa baby. The singing of the Santa baby. Yes, that's good. Um, yeah, tremendous showing at the Down Under. Thank you. All, everybody, honestly. It was fun. Like I, for, I, my, for, what, yeah. for walking in there and like looking and being like, oh God, to like actually we kind of all crushed. It was very surprising. Wow, that's Thank you. I I felt like everything I everything was getting derailed because I do a thing where I like I want to interact with people, but then it's like interact with the wrong people, mm -hmm. and now it's too much. But and Mary, I don't. Mary I don't, Jane is like so nice. She's like, all right, everybody, like let's so pay attention to comedy. Mary Jane. What's her name? MJ. Oh, MJ. Uh, I don't really know her that well. So MJ, she's just very nice. She's like, she everyone is. needs to pay attention. And it's like, wow, this I is know. like more attention than you get at, like at a bar for Ex sure. Exactly. And like, I felt so guilty when like it was, I was going up shushing. to do my, yeah, they were shushing. And I was like, oh God, nothing I'm about to say is worth like mm -hmm. everyone trying to demand attention. Mm -hmm. So, but still yeah. a fun time. I really like doing that, Mike. Um, yeah. Cause they, they are nice they do are responsive yeah no i mean it's like get like you it's a very realistic way to get up three times in a night in omaha and yep. they're all like really every set last night was very quality in terms of the audience oh yeah three very high quality that sets. was i'm i'm telling you i've never seen the back line that packed like yeah. that was every seat that's the first time i've seen every seat filled mm -hmm. honestly kind of got my gears going again like i want to get back to doing Resist. multiple mics in a night because the thing is like i like i told you i hadn't only done one mic in the last week and so the first the showcase i felt very rusty sure and then the the open mic i felt a, like pretty good like pretty loose mm -hmm. and then i was just going by that third time but that's mm -hmm. just like I've been in this space of like thinking more about my act in terms of like the jokes yeah. and forgetting like a lot of it's just that comfortability on stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that's more, that's like 80% of it really. Yeah. I agree. Just getting those reps in. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I just, as far as stand up, I feel like I started trusting myself more because I used to like, like prepare word for word, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Being loose is fun. Mm -hmm. Being loose and comfortable. Getting up there, just being on a microphone and making people, it's still like the wildest thing I've ever done. Really? I mean, like every time I do it, I'm like, I can't believe, yeah. you, re you really realize it when you get that moment of silence and you're like, oh, I've lost them. I got to get Yeah, them yeah, yeah. Like something just doesn't yeah. hit and everyone's just like waiting and watching. Yes. It's like, whoa. Oh. This is crazy. It's like time slows <laughs> yeah. down. It's like, I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> Going back to that Colton thing, it's like, and maybe I just need to realize this is me. I don't know. But like, I think it's funny how nobody, like nobody thinks it's weird if you just like play the guitar and like, that's your like hobby. You're like, yeah. I can break out the guitar, but nobody really, I feel like not, 
nobody really does that for stand-up what do you mean like you have to be fucking obsessed with it or yeah. people like judge you like yeah. why don't you fucking go hard enough at it but also like like I, why don't i like why can't i just like oh around the campfire let me break out the microphone and do yeah. a tight five <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when I'm around my family, they're like, show us your skit. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, hell no. I think, where was it? Was it, oh yeah, it was, it was, I was listening, I was, I was, uh, binging, uh, just jossing around and you and Ethan were talking about when people like find out you, that's why I never tell people I'm a comedian. Cause they, they'll always say, tell me a joke. Yeah. And it's, you set yourself up for it. And it's like, I met this new friend recently and then I was finally, I didn't really want to tell him I do stand up Cause this is the other thing you worry about. He's like, oh, dude, like, I'm going to come to an open mic sometime. Like, don't, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that will not be fun. <laughs> or like, um, I don't know. The, I, I feel like, and then also if you tell someone, they're like, I've got so many good stories. Oh, that that's the baby. fucking worst. My, that's it. like what parents say. My, yes. my dad's like, oh, Jake, you should use this in your act. And then he does like a racist joke from the <laughs> 80s. I'm like, I don't, maybe, we'll see. I don't know. And it's like, it, it, like people don't, I think... Like you'll hear a joke that you've heard like twenty times too. Like it's not, a, a, like it's not a, a new joke. It's like I don't. That's not really how it works. But yeah, that's funny. I think you just reuse bits, reuse jokes. That's great. I, yeah, like just like random. But I do need. I, I remember Ross told me this. Uh, like tell me a joke joke once, and I was like, oh, that's good. I'm gonna remember that, but I forgot it. You need a you need to tell me a joke joke like just in your back pocket. Yeah. The, there's one comic who's like, um, I don't know. I can't remember what the joke was, but he had a good one. The comic that I don't know, but whatever. doesn't matter. <laughs> this is crazy. Are you, who, who could you be? Is it the barista? No, who could you be texting right now? It's uh, Giovanni, my friend that I'm meeting for lunch. Oh, is it about that time? Yeah. All right. That's fine. We are kind of rounding down towards the end of the episode. So I just want to make sure I wasn't, uh, where are you guys getting like food? Leaving him on red. We're going to jams. Oh, Jams is the place. Jams That's where I was uh, served as a minor a bunch of times. Wow. They just didn't card? Uh, I just would lie and say my purse got stolen and I didn't have my ID. And yeah. And they'd be like, what do you want? And I'd be like, can I get a lemon drop? <laughs> Anyways. I'm, I'm getting to that age where I don't get carded, which is kind of weird. Yeah. You look uh, 42? I don't know. I think, I, think, I think I look younger, if anything. It depends. Do you think I look older than 20? I, I feel like I, I probably just look about 28. Yeah, yeah. You look about 28. Like right about on the nose. look about 28. Yeah, this is, you're fine. You're doing fine. I'm doing great. You're doing fine. Uh, I got new balances. Yes. Cuff, je <laughs> cuff I got, jeans I got, a little bit. I got, my, I got goals and new balances. I'm doing all right. <laughs> That's a good place to be. Um, again, if uh, you want to plug um, stuff like your social media, whatever. Um, Yeah, I mean, you can follow me at Jake underscore parker 95 if i'm ever doing any shows again if uh that starts to happen again in my life i'll definitely be posting about them nice awesome and as always hit up just jossing around on instagram uh leave questions i haven't been checking those i don't think we have any questions but maybe maybe one day i'm subscribed now it took me a while which is not a personal thing i just have a lot of podcasts sure but i'm in now good i'm glad you're in the loop um yeah stay tuned on all uh upcoming and new episodes yes thank you for joining us today jake yes thank you so much for having me fun and thank you grace as always <laughs>